the Kutasich is Chelik Yudzayin, Achari Beis. This is a Tasiyum uh, Masech the Yuma, and obviously it connects with uh, the Parsha Sashavua, which is the Parsha about Yim Kippur. And the bulk of the Sicha is going to be discussing and exploring the concept of Zdeinus Nasalek Ezochias, which is explored in other places in the Kutasichas and in other places in Chesidus. That Zdeinus, that, that deliberate sins, Nasalek Ezochias, become merits. And we're going to explore how is this possible? How is it possible that something that a person did, an Aveda, a transgression, he went up against the will of Hashem, should somehow be transformed and become a positive thing. And we're going to understand this in the context of understanding the last Mishnah, or a part of the last Mishnah, and the last Memre, the last passage in the Gemara in Yuma. And together, we're going to reach a new understanding in this whole concept. So, Yuma, in the very end of the Gemara Masechta Yuma, Zogdi Gemara, the Gemara says, Tonad Veda Bishmoel, Yeshiva Rabishmoel taught, Haraya Kari Biamakipurim, if someone emits semen inadvertently on Yim Kippur, Yida Kal Hashanakula, he should be concerned the entire year. Rashi says, because maybe they didn't accept his tainus, they didn't accept his fast, and they gave him some pleasure, Minashamayim, from above he was given some pleasure, and, that's, uh, and that was his reward for everything, and he might not make it through the year. But if the year passed and he didn't die, then he is guaranteed that he is, he will receive, he will inherit Elam Haba. As Rashi says, because this is a proof that he has enough maizim toivim and enough good deeds in his bank to uh, protect him. And therefore, he's going to go to Elam Haba. Omer of Nachum Bar Yitzchak, Teida, a proof or uh, something that we could we could see that this person is something special. The whole world is hungry. Hungry meaning to say they are yearning for a certain type of pleasure which they are not allowed to engage in on Yom Kippur. And he from above was given that pleasure. Ravdimi came from Bavel, Omar from Yerushalayim, Omar Mafish Chaye, he's gonna live a long life, Sagi Umaski, more and more. And now she says, Bonim Bubne Bonim. He'll have children and children's children. So very fascinating piece of Gemara. A person uh, uh, did something on Yom Kippur or something happened to him that it shouldn't have happened, and he has to be worried a whole year. And yet. In the end, we see that it's a good sign and blessings are coming his way. And this is what we're going to ask right away. What is the meaning of this? So seemingly we'll understand the reason the Gemara brings this passage is as a continuation to the earlier passages which discuss the fact that if a person emits semen on Yim Kippur, he has to go to the Mikveh. We have to understand. 
the name of the Peirik, the last Peirik of Yuma, is, is called Yem HaKippurim. So how is it possible that the Peirik Yem HaKippurim, because Klolus and Yoni is Kishmei Tshuva which is general theme, as its name uh, uh, tells us, is repentance and atonement. Um Bifratas, they're taken from the Letzter Mishnah, under Gemara Shalach, is Inyan HaTshuva, especially since the Final Mishnah and the Gemara that follows that Mishnah, which we're going to mention soon, Amar Bakiva Ashrechem Yisrael, is about Shuva. So the Gemara Messiah Mechait says, I mean, in So why is it that the Gemara would choose to conclude the entire Mesechta and the entire pe- and the Perik of Yamakipurim with something that is the opposite of atonement and repentance? Under Tsunach Einef on the Harbsta Avenus, Fences Bemezid, Benegea Tshuva this is one of the most stringent transgressions if it was done deliberately with regards to repent for it and be atoned for it. So if, if it was done deliberately, we understand how severe it is, then we could derive from that that even if it was b'shegig, even if it was inadvertently, it's still something that's severe. As we know from the Karbonis, that the karbanis of Shegig are comparable to the punishments b'mezid. So we see the Shegig and Mezid are interconnected. So we can understand that even though this was a Shegig, but certainly it is something that should not have been done and is a severe infraction. So why would the Gemara end the Mesechta and the Perik Yim HaKippurim with this, this discussion? Even the Gemara concludes that in the end, on the contrary, he is guaranteed to be a Ben Elam and he's going to have long life and extra life. So we see that it ends on a positive note. That just means that later on, after Yom Kippur, something positive could come from this. But Anyam Kippur, it says clearly something that is against the will of Hashem. So why would we end the Mesechta and this Pedic with this discussion? We also have to understand this whole idea. How is it possible that from a negative, a double negative, number one, there was an emission. Number two, Beis Beyema Kippurim was Anyam Kippur. So the Rishkum and Azatiyelis Niflas, such an incredible uh, benefit should come from this. That not only is he guaranteed to be a Benelim Abba, but even in this life, he's going to have long life and children and children's children. So how can this double negative become a double positive? Rashi is Mefarish. Rashi explains in them. He didn't die. He is guaranteed he's, that he is assured that he has good deeds in his hand. Which protected him from a negative outcome to his act. This just tells us that there's a third thing, something else, not the person or the thing that he did, but an outside thing that's going to protect him that he shouldn't, he shouldn't uh, receive any negative effect. From the fact that we're saying that it's not because of the Maisim Toivim that came afterwards. It's from the Raya Keri. It's from the very negative thing. 
is So it seems that there's a direct connection between the tuma that the person experienced and the muftach leshuv nelmaba is nish muvan. So this is not understood. How does something so negative accomplish such a great benefit of muftachle? Muftachle is, is guaranteed. It's something that is assured. And not only is it an Elam but also an Elam so this is the question that we have on the Mishnah. Number on the, on the Mishnah and the Gemara and Yuma. Number one, why does the Gemara end with such a discussion which seems to be so contrary to the theme of Yuma, of Yom Kippur, of Tshuva, of Kapara? And also in the very, very discussion itself, how does something that is such a negative thing, doubly negative in this case, how does it wind up with such positive outcomes? And now we're going to go and see Vase. We're going to introduce another similar idea where you see that something negative is transformed into a positive, and we're going to ask a very similar question. The Gemara tells us that Avedis, person's sins, deliberate sins, can become merits. And we're going to ask, how is it possible? How does a Zadain, a Zadain, Avedis, how does it become a Zuchus, a merit? Similar to this question, we have even a greater question when it comes to Tshuva. If a person does Tshuva from a place of love of Hashem, then his sins become merits. The Marsha asks that this is a very puzzling thing. Because according to this, the sinner gains. The, fact, the person who did the, did the wrong ends up benefiting. So the Rasha answers, as when I mentioned when a person does tshuva out of love, his vada certainly is doing a complete tshuva. So he increases his good deeds more than necessary in comparison to what would have been needed to compensate for that sin. So not only is he is he repairing what he did, but he adds on more and more Maisim Tevim, more good deeds. Those good deeds that he adds on, they become merits. And the Pasik that the that the Gemara brings proves that when a wicked person returns from his wickedness, and he does righteousness and justice, and this he lives. The mashma from this we understand that the Mishpatutstaka, the good deeds, the righteousness and justice that he does beyond his chuva, and that he does live. So the way the Marsha understands this Gemara is that the Zdainists themselves, that can't become, become Zachias because then it's not fair. Then it means that the person who did the wrong ends up benefiting over the person who's the Tzaddik. So it must mean, says the Marsha, that when a person does Shuva, he does more and more Maisim Tevim, even more than necessary. And those Maisim Tevim become his extra Schusim, his extra merits. Their Tiris is up in the Cherenit Muva. But this answer is not understood. The Lashon of the Gemara is Zidainus. 
The very sins, nasu, they become kizachis. They become like merits. Is muchach as daretzich nitvek in anandezach von zedenus. It's clear that we're not talking about something else uh, besides the averus. Ahisafe in zachies to leave the zedenus, something that is being added on in his list of merits because or triggered by the zedenus. That is, the zedenus are laid then in vizachis. The very sins themselves become like merits. So this takes us back to our previous question. The question that the Marsha asks, how is it not fair? It's not fair that the sinner is benefiting, is gaining. Even though you might suggest that this is what the Gemara means when it says, Yes, as the Esau, in my Simtev. Because the increased good deeds are, are derived from, are brought about by the fact that the person changed and transformed himself through his tshuva. That means that the sins are what caused and are the reason for his tshuva meyava and therefore for the zachiyas. Maybe that's what the Gemara means. Our question was, Zedonis Nasim. And the words mean Zedonis themselves. So maybe that's what the Gemara means, that the Zedonis triggered the person to recognize that he has to change. He has to transform himself. And he reaches a place of Ava. And through that, he reaches Tshuva. And through that, he does more and more Maisim Tevim. It all started from the Zedonis. Maybe that's the Pshat in the Gemara. Similar to the fact that we find by a star by a document. A regular star has an ex- is accepted as kosher, as verified. But if the, the veracity of the star, of the document, gets challenged, and it has to become verified in Bezdin, so a verified star has more veracity than a, a, a plain star, a star that is just being accepted as kosher. So in other words, kumtois, as the irur ad gaving when take of a star. So it comes, so th- th- this implies that the challenge, which obviously is a negative thing to claim that the star is false, is forged, but the, the challenge to the star actually strengthened the veracity of the star. So similarly, let's say that the Zedonis actually strengthened the person and caused more Zuchuyas. Maybe that's what the Gemara means. That's a But we can't interpret that. We can't tra- explain that that's what the Gemara means. Varum, using this example, their error is not gaitam an the star. The challenge helps the star the document. That would, if we would apply that to the case of it would mean that the person, who in this case is the star, it becomes stronger because of this dainus. The way the Gemara phrases it, that seems to imply that we're not talking about just the person is becoming a stronger, better person because of this dainus. This dainus themselves, the chavtze, the object of this dainus becomes transformed. And we'd have to understand how. That hasn't been explained yet. And quite the contrary, it doesn't make any sense. 
It's not fair that a person who did Averis, deliberate Averis, should have so many more Zuchuyas, so many more merits, be, just because of his Tshuva. So, similar to the question that we asked with the, in, in, in the Gemara at the end of Yuma, how is it possible that something negative like Haraya Keri should become transformed into a positive of Muftach Leishu Ben and Mafish Chaye Sage Mazgi? We have a similar question, even a greater question, with the Gemara that teaches Dainas Naslik Izachis. How is it possible that a Zodoin, that an Aveda, a transgression, should become a Zuchus, should become a merit? And we can't say that it means that it, that, that it makes the person a better person or things like that, like we just explained, because the Lashna Zedain is Nasulaik Izachis. The very sin themselves become like merits. And the question is, how is that possible? So first we'll have to explain the Mishnah. The, the, the Gemara that we learned before was the last piece of Gemara in Masech to Yoma. Now we're going to learn the last Mishnah in Yoma, which we've learned in the past as well. Fortunate are you, Yidin. Before whom you are cleansed. Who cleanses you. Your Father in Heaven. I will sprinkle upon you the uh, pure waters and you will become pure. And another Pasik Rabbi Kiva brings, Mikve Yisrael Hashem, the Abishta is the Mikveh of the Yidma, Mikve Metares Atmeim, just like a Mikveh can cleanse the uh, the Tmeim, the, the unclean. Af HaKadosh Baruch Hu Metares Yisrael, so too the Abishta cleanses the Yidin. So this is the Mishnah. So we see over here, Bakiva is saying two things. Before whom you are becoming Toher. And who is making you Toher. will sprinkle upon you uh, pure waters, waters of purity. So there's two things. It looks like he's speaking on the Yidin. Before whom you are becoming Toher. Umi metayir eschem is talking about who is being metayir you, and he brings two psukim. He says, "Rakti alechem ma'im tohedim." The Eibush is going to throw upon you ma'im tohedim, and mikveh Yisrael Hashem. He's mevarid the ragat shover. So the ragat shover going in softness paneach explains as in tzvein yonim drikse choist achilik tzvein tzvein yonim tara. These two these two statements and the following two psukim express two different ideas in tara. Hazor un mikveh. One is Hazar sprinkling of the waters, which is the Mechatos, referring to the, to the blood of the Parah Aduma, together with the, the Mayim Chaim and the other ingredients that uh, would be Metair to Meimes. And then there's Mikveh, going into a Mikveh of water. Hazar, you need Kavana. You need to have the intent that you're doing it for Tara. If a person is submerged in the waters of a mikveh, even if he did not have anything in mind, he becomes tar. So the Rabbi Chavez says that there's two types of tar. There's hazar and there's tar and there's mikveh, which are expressed in these two psukim. This explains the difference in these two psukim. Both psukim are referring to the tara that is being performed by the Abishter onto the Yidim. In the first Pasuk, the Abishter is saying, I will sprinkle upon you. There is an action that the Abishter is taking, which, which an action demands, uh, it means the person is involved in doing something, or the Abishter is doing something. In Satan Pasuk, in the second Pasuk, there's no mention of an act, 
which would imply here that there is an intent to create a tara. Because in this second kind of tara, mikveh kavone is not necessary, and therefore it doesn't have to say vizaraki. I'm doing something to create a tara. Just being is already creating the tara. And now we're going to talk about the person. The metahir is the abishter. Just like there's two types of tara that comes from the abishter. One is the kind of tara that that needs kavone, like like hazor. And the other is the kind of tara that does not need kavana like mikveh. Which here the metahir is the evishter. So too, there are two types of tahara, two types of return in the aveda of the person. And this is as the Gemara explains, two general categories of tshuva. Tshuva that comes from yira from awe or fear of Hashem, which is tshuva that comes through suffering. Tshuva that comes from love. Tshuva comes from a place, from the person's intent, from the person's innate desire to return to Hashem, to rectify his actions. So this is like kavona. Kavona would be compared to Hazar, to the to the tara that comes through sprinkling. But Shuva that is coming from a place of Yira, fear of Hashem, or awe of Hashem, or from a place of suffering, is Kavanosi Nitkumulainish. The Chuva is, is, is the purpose of the Chuva is so he shouldn't be punished. And therefore he has charata, therefore he regrets his actions, but it's not with a kavona lashuva Hashem. And therefore it's similar to a mikveh, which the tshuva, which the tara is done, but without kavana. This idea of kavana is going to be very important because later on we're going to go back, we're going to come back to this, and kavana is going to ultimately. Uh, uh, be the underlying theme in what makes the tshuva an ultimate tshuva. But in, in these two categories, you have tshuva meyira, which lacks proper kavana. So it's a tshuva, but it's only tshuva meyira. And then there's tshuva meyava, which is coming from a place, from a love, which is there, which is uh, creating a kavana, a desire, a, an intent to connect and return to Hashem. And that's the higher level of tshuva, which is hazor. Under unteshedin zeir uftu. And the difference in their impact is I will heal them from their affliction. Rashi explains, it's a healing. Healing is like a, a person that has a blemish that was healed, but there's still a scar. There's still something, something still remains. So when a Pachuva Meyira it, the, the, the tshuva is accepted, and it's like a healing, but something still remains with the person. But by tshuva meyava, when the tshuva comes from ava, from, from, with the proper kavana, is nekar avoynoi mitchilosoi, then the, 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 the sin becomes uprooted, removed entirely as if it was never there. So the, 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 there's two different types of tshuva, and they have two different types of impact. Tshuva meyira only impacts the person from here and on. Tshuva impacts the person retroactively. And this difference would actually have a halachic relevance. Somebody is Makadash and Isha. 
he, uh, he, he, he on the condition that she has no Avedis. If she later went and did shuvah, the, 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 this, in the Ha'aras here he discusses if the, he didn't know, he didn't know how, how much time does he have based on Machlekes, Rashi, and Teisvis, but we're not going to go into that. But if after he said these words and she did have Avedis, but she did shuvah Meira, it still wouldn't help. She wouldn't be Mikudeshus. says the Avedis from Shasa, Kedushas, and because the Avedis were not uprooted, and therefore, when the moment when he said the words those Avedis are still there. And therefore, the Tanai wasn't fulfilled, and therefore the Kedushan is not, is not fulfilled. But if the person, the woman, did Shuvah is he Mikudeshus? Then the Kedushan is, is finalized. Because her Avedis were, were removed retroactively. And therefore, in the time of the Kiddushin, looking at it from where we are now, she had no Avedis because they were cleaned out in a way that they would almost never existed. And therefore, she's Nukudashus. Like the Gemara differentiates between Nedarim, vows, and Mumim blemishes. If the woman, if the person said, I'm, I'm being Mekadosh you on the condition that you have no Nedarim, and then she goes to the Chacham, and the Chacham is Matir Neder, he undoes the, the vows, then she's Mekudoshes. But if he said, I'm being Mekadosh you on the condition that you have no wounds, and then and then he went, she went to the doctor, and the doctor healed her wounds, she's not Mekudoshes. So the Gemara wonders why. Why, when it comes to Nedarim, uh, she could become a Kudush, even though the Hatara Sanadarim was after the Tnai was made. And by the doctor, by the healing, it doesn't work. So the Gemara explains, The Chacham uproots and removes the Neder from the very beginning, as it was never there. And therefore, once the Chacham is Matir Neder, then if you look at the moment of the Kiddushin, there were no Nedarim. But a doctor can only heal from now on. A doctor can't take away something that was there in the past. So in the moment of the Kiddushim, the wounds were still there, and therefore the Kiddushim is not a Kiddushim. Similarly, if it's Neker Avene Mitchilasai, if it's Tshuva Mayava, and the, 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 the Aveda is removed entirely, then it's like, like the Chacham. Like the Chacham was Eker the Neder. And she's Mikudeshes. But if it's only Tshuva Meira, so it's only from here and on, but Miksa Shmoyalav, there is still a scar that remains. Then, in the moment of Kiddushin, it's like a doctor that cannot remove something uh, uh, retroactively, and therefore she's not Mikudeshes. So these are the two general categories in Tshuva. Tshuva Meira, Tshuva Meyava. And this is what Rabbi Kiv is talking about. Rabbi Kiv in the Mishnah is talking about uh, the, the two levels of tshuva, hazah and mikveh. Hazah would be tshuva meyava, and mikveh would, would be tshuva meyira. And see if Dalad and on, we're going to differentiate within tshuva meyava gufa. We're going to say that within tshuva meyava, there's two levels that a person can reach. And and uh, that's going to be the discussion for the next few seifim. This general difference. As tshuva meyava is a kavanah l'ashav v'chol mashek in tshuva meyira the tshuva meyava there is a kavanah there is an intent to return to Hashem but tshuva meyira does not have intent. He's faran bifrat in the efanei tshuva meyava gufa we can find this more in detail within the different ways of tshuva meyava itself. 
The fact that through tshuva mayava you can remove the avoin, remove the sin as if it's never been there, that is not the ultimate. The ultimate is as these dainis very neat blaze nekar. The ultimate of Tshuva Mayava is that not only do you remove the Zedonis and they cease to exist, but they become transformed into merits. In Ava is the Chdok Kama In love, there's different levels. In other words, once you say Tshuva Mayava, it, it's not a blanket statement. Because in Alva itself, there are levels. You can love Hashem And based on each of these, there's going to be a different type of love to Hashem. And therefore, the tshuva that's coming from that level is also going to be different based on how intense the Alva is. And since the whole idea of tshuva me'ava, the great the, the advantage over Tshuva Meira is the fact that it's Bekavona, that there is an intent to return to Hashem, is move on. A Shleimus HaKavona is in the Mechanefim from Tshuva Meyava. So if there's different levels of Tshuva Meyava, the ultimate Kavona of the person is expressed in the highest level of Tshuva Meyava. Bees as Mekan Zogin, as the Kavona from the Mnidirikin Eifin, the Neker Avenu Mitchilos, the Hastit King Kavona, to the point that you could say that compared to the higher level of Tshuva Bekavona, the lower level is not even called Kavana. Sigmari in Brachis. We actually uh, spoke about this once in a Sicha that we learned together that that the, the Gemara says, when is it Ainoisin at Senishal Makim? When they're lacking Bachomaidah. So in other words, even though a person is, is doing things out of Abata Hashem, Bacholovka, Bachal Navshika, compared to Bachal Maitcha, it's called Ainoisin at Senishal Makim. It's not the will of Hashem. The Tsikh over there discussed Mesidis Nefesh, that ultimately Mesidis Nefesh, that is Oisin at Senishal Makim. So what we see from over here that that there is an idea where you could have kavana. It's not even called kavana, really, compared to the compared to the true having kavana. So there's two types of tshuva meyava. One is one is nekar aveni mitchilasoi, and this is taka. There's kavana, but it's not the shleimus kavana, and therefore it's not the ultimate tshuva. Then there's Danis Nasalikizachies, which is the ultimate form of tshuva because it has Shleimus Kavana, it has the ultimate level of Kavana. The Khlalus is Musmer in the Lashna for Nagachavan. And in a more general way, we can see this in the wording of the Nagachavar. To remove the sin, you do not need Kavana. But to rectify the Chet, which is what we're going to speak about shortly, is called to transform the Chet. For that, you need to have Kavana. Before we get to, to, to discuss this, uh, what does it mean, Zdenis Nasalek Izachis, we're still going to explore this concept of that there's two levels in Tshuva Mayava. We're still trying to, to uh, uh, establish this concept that in Tshuva Mayava Gufa, there's two levels. Here is similar to a, a compelling proof that there's actually a, a, a differentiation in Tshuva Mayava Gufa. We could prove it from Halacha. 
As Einid is Mekadosh on Isha, Almanash on Itzadik. Someone is Mekadosh on Isha, Almanash on the Kishan, he, the, the Mekadosh, the man, is a Tzadik. So, Afila Rasha Gamur Mekudashas. Even if the person is really a complete Rasha, she's Mekudashas. Why? Shema Hirid Shuvah Medaitai, because he might have had a fleeting thought of Teshuva. And in that moment of Teshuva, he becomes a Tzadik Gamur. And therefore, she's Mekudashas. So the question is asked upon this. If the tshuva was only tshuva meyira, then the knai was not fulfilled. The condition was not fulfilled. If it's tshuva meyira, it doesn't make him into a tzaddik. Because he still has a scar from the original Avedis. And if he had tshuva meyava, she shouldn't either be Mikudashas. While a Balchuva is the Khachaf on a Tzadik, because if it's Shuva Mayava, then he's a Balchuva, which is higher than a Tzadik. Ukma Mirazal Makesh Balchuva Aimdin, Balichuva Aimdin, Ain Sadikin Gimurun Yhail Lamain, that a Tzadik could not reach the level of a Balchuva. Undeddin is Dakh. So there so the question is, the question is, you know, so so he's not a Tzadik Gummer. And even if you're gonna say, well, she got better. So he's going to say now that the din is that even if you trick someone and they got a better deal out of it, it doesn't work if the, if the condition wasn't fulfilled. The din is doch, as eichlen hita lishvach, if he tricked her for the better. For example, he told her that he was less, uh, his lineage was less important or less uh, great than what it was. And it turned out to be better than what he said. Or he told her where he was financially, uh, uh, hold, where he was holding financially, and it turned out that he was in a better place financially. For example, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm poor, and it turned out to be that he's rich. He's a Mukudeshus. She's not Mukudeshus because just because uh, he, she's getting what you might think is the better deal, but if there was a specific, <coughs> excuse me, if there was a specific condition that was not met, then. Then, then, the, then the Kiddushin is not a Kiddushin. So the question is, even though Balchuva is better than Tzaddik, but the, but the condition was that he's a Tzaddik Gomor, either he's not a Tzaddik or he's a Balchuva. How does he reach Tzaddik? So the answer on this is, Hashem Ahirher Me'ava Azat Shuva It's possible that he had a thought of Teshuva, but it was only... Uh, only strong enough to bring him to the point that his Avedis will be removed, but not strong enough to bring him to the point that his Avedis will be transformed into merits. Only makes him a Balchuva, which is higher than a Tzadik Gomer. If it's the level of Neker, that his sins are removed, but not transformed, then it makes him just a Tzadik, not a Balchuva. And therefore, Shema here tshuva means it could be he had the thought of tshuva, but not the ultimate tshuva, just the, the lower level of tshuva meyava, and therefore he becomes a tzaddik and not about tshuva. But you say him as a yeshleimar even more. We can say just one more prat in this specific discussion about the fact about about, about this uh, this mekadesh uh, If the whole suspicion is that maybe he had a fleeting thought of tshuva in one instant, in one moment, this couldn't have been the ultimate kavana. That would take time to think about it and to dwell upon it and to contemplate upon it, to reach the level of ava and to go through the avedis to do tshuva properly. And it takes time. Here tshuva in one second. 
But it can't be Shleimus HaKavana. There could be Kavana, but not Shleimus HaKavana. But the therefore cannot cause him to reach the level that's higher than a Tzadik. And therefore, the woman is Mekodeshes. Clearly, there has to be levels in Shuvah Meyava. This is a proof from Halacha that there's levels in Shuvah Meyava. Because if there was only one level, the level was Dinas Naslik Zachis, then it would be a Shaila. How could she be Mekodeshes? He, he, he's not a tzaddik gomer. Either he's not a tzaddik, he's lower than a tzaddik, or he's a bal tshuva, which is higher than a tzaddik. But the fact that we see that alpi alochas is mikudeshes because of here here tshuva, it must mean that there's two levels in kavana. There's two levels. There's a lower level of kavana which brings him only to nekar aveni mitchilase, and a higher level of kavana which brings him to zedenis nasli kizachias. The asbari in them. Let's elaborate on this a little bit more. Let's explain this. What does it mean that because of his Danish not like Zachis, therefore he's a level of a Balchuva, Masha'inkain? Again, we're not yet explaining how Zudanis becomes Zachis. Here we're still explaining the idea within the, the Tadagom, within Chuva Mayava, that they can reach two different places. What are these two different levels? So the Maila from about Chuva the Gabay Tadagomer was made on the Chata. The Maila of about Chuva over at Tadagomer, who never sinned, is not played with Tadagomer Yisrin Bekamus. It's not, it's not. A a a a, uh, a uh, greatness and advantage in the quantity of mitzvahs. As Nesiv says, "An eschuyus mitzad atzmei had the baltshuva ech the eschuyus was very from the zedenus that the baltshuva has all of the cards of his own mitzvahs, his own merits, plus all of the cards of his avedis that became merits, and therefore he has more eschuyus than the tzaddik quantitatively. That's not the pshat. The ech will be ikimitz the yisim beechos." The advantage of the mild Balchuva over the tzaddik is a quality thing. Zedenis nasalik zachis zachis from an ander echos. His zedenis become zachis become merits merits of a totally different level. That's why the Balchuva the tzaddik gomer cannot reach the level of the Balchuva. Vifu zachis at tzaddik gomer is only tabundik and aved and as many merits as the tzaddik gomer can reach through his lofty aved. It's all within the ramifications of his level. He can't reach the higher level, and therefore he can't reach the higher quality of merits that the Baal has. This can only happen when the Tshuva comes from the ultimate, complete Ava, as mentioned above. And therefore, the ultimate Kavona of returning to Hashem. But those pilots, Masakat and Macheta, the Dennis Gufa, as is Dennis Gufa, so very Zachis, this uh, helps to transform the hate, the sin, that it should become a merit. But that's only when you're on that level. And that level is only reachable uh, uh, when you're coming from a place of Zedonis. And now, in Seif Hay, we're going to continue and elaborate uh, on, uh, on this concept of Zedonis Nasleke Zachis. What does it really mean? And that's what the Kedilla come on over here. What does it mean that only, only the, the, the person who has the Dainus is able to reach Shlemus HaKavana and therefore the ultimate Kavana and therefore the ultimate, which comes from the ultimate Ava and therefore the Netanyahu Zachis. What does that mean? And it's going to take us a few Seifim because we're going to explore it and we're going to go deeper and deeper until we get to the ultimate understanding of what does it mean Tshuva Mayava? What does it mean Tshuva with Shlemus HaKavana? And therefore, we'll understand what are Zdenis Nasleik Zachis. So, what we're holding up until here is that we introduce the Mishnah. After, after introducing the Gemara and asking the question about the Reya Kedi Bema Kipurim, how could it lead to positive outcomes?
We introduced the concept of Dennis not like Zachis. We asked how to do Dennis become Zachis. We then introduced the Mishnah of Rabbi Kiva. We said there's two levels. There's Tshuva Mayava, Tshuva Mayira. Then we said in Tshuva Mayava, Gufar, there are two levels based on the love. Since the whole Tshuva Mayava is based on Kavana, so obviously the two levels in Tshuva Mayava is also based on Kavana. That there is Kavana, and then there's Shleimusa Kavana, which brings the person's Zechuyas uh, uh, into another echos, into a whole nother realm of quality, which is why he's so much higher than the Tzadik Gomer, than even the Tzadik Gomer. And now we're going to continue to try to understand what it means, Deinus Nasleik Zechuyas, and why is it on such a totally different level. Now let's try to explain this idea of the ultimate Ava and the ultimate Kavana. When we say this, Deinus Nasleik how do his zedoyinus become zachis? How do his sins become meritus? So Alter Rebbe Mazbin in Tanya, Alter Rebbe says like this: As machalis asurim tzvachulu, that in asurim ukshurim b'deyachitzaynum, the word aser, which literally means prohibited, also means tied down or bound. Now, something that's a that's a forbidden food is actually bound in the hands of the the negative forces. They can never be elevated, which means if someone ate something that was not kosher, so that energy is in the hands of, that spiritual energy, is in the hands of the negative forces, and it can never be elevated from there. Ad, unless, until, when the person does such an intense tshuva, that his aveda will become mamish like a merit. What kind of tshuva is this? This is tshuva from the love, from the depth of the heart. With his great and intense desire and love and yearning to connect with Hashem. And his heart is thirsting for Hashem. Like a dry and parched land. Till now his life, his soul was in this dry and deadly place, which is the Sitra and was so so dismally far from the light of the Abishta's countenance. Therefore his soul thirsts with a much greater thirst from the thirst of the souls of the Sadiqim. And this kind of tshuva, from this intense and great love, Amru, they say, that his sins become like merits, because it is through this that he reached this Avarabba, this great love. But does Dr. Beidei Here he's saying two things. That Eli was very in Gavra, the advantage, the, the benefit that the individual person receives. That the the uh, the the soul thirsts and the sins bring out this yearning, this thirst greater than the thirst of the tzaddikim. That's only one detail. The other detail is the that the zedainis are changed. Not just the person is changed, that he has this great and intense desire for the Ebishter, but also the zedainis change because they're the ones that cause this Abba. So to explain this, we're going to go into Halacha. We're going to try to explain what does it mean that the zedainis are transformed because they brought the Abba. 
And we're going to go to introduce the concept of machshire mitzvah. Machshire mitzvah means things that are used to prepare or to bring us to be able to do a certain mitzvah. And we're going to see various different levels in halacha, how the machshire mitzvah are classified and connected to, uh, categorized and connected to the mitzvah. But again, the when it comes to preparing for a certain act, we find different levels and therefore different halachas in the level of importance and in the level of their relationship to the act. Uh, things that are being used to prepare for the mitzvah, tools that are being used for a mitzvah. The tools of a mitzvah, without them you can't do the mitzvah. And therefore, they receive a certain level of, of importance. On Shabbos, you're allowed to chop wood in order to make coal, in order to make a metal, a, a knife, for a knife to be able to, to, to do the bris on Shabbos. And according to the Belazar, most, most tools of a mitzvah are doiche Shabbos. Not just a mitzvah, not only are you allowed to make a bris on Shabbos, but you're even allowed to do a malacha, to make a knife, to do a bris on Shabbos. Which shows a very significant level of importance. That even though it's not a mitzvah itself, but nevertheless, it's doiche Shabbos. Lemaila on a higher level than that. With regards to preparing uh, the mitzvah of sukkah or luluv, as a oisah sukkah, if someone's making a sukkah for himself, makes a bracha thanking Hashem for giving us the mitzvah of making a sukkah. That if you're, making, if you're preparing a mitzvah, you're making tefillin, if you're making tzitzis, you make a bracha, lasses, that, that, that specific thing. And he says in the order 56, even according to the Bavli, that holds that you do not make a bracha, it's only because, uh, the, 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 the only argument with regards to the bracha, but they agree that it's still a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to make a sukkah even before you sit in the sukkah. It's a mitzvah to make tefillin. So, so we see that the preparation of the mitzvah is a mitzvah itself. But the pastor says he has in them. Why, why is that? The explanation is, Since the Torah commanded us to, to fulfill a specific mitzvah, which can be fulfilled, which can be done only through a specific act of preparation, then it has to be part of the mitzvah because you can't do without it. Another way of looking at it is, either you could say, the first way of saying it before the parentheses, is that since you need it in order to do the mitzvah, it becomes included in the mitzvah. Or you could say that it's not necessarily included in the mitzvah, but it receives the same level of importance as the mitzvah, to the point that according to the Yerushalmi, you make a brach on it. But either way, you're saying that because this is necessary for the mitzvah, therefore, it, it changes its status to the point that you can even make a bracha on it, according to the Yerushalmi, because it, so it's not only a, you can be mechal Shabbos for it, you can even make a bracha on it. Third level in hachshadas ha-mitzvah, in preparing a mitzvah. We find... By the Avedis, the, the, the services, the works that were done in the Beis Amigdash, specifically, and so he's going to say two things. In the next paragraph, he's going to, see, he's going to say it in a more general way. Here, in the, this paragraph, is, he's, he's, he's focusing on a specific 
Most specifically, we see this by bringing the blood to the Mizbeach. Even though the bringing it to the Mizbeach is only for the purpose of sprinkling it on the Mizbeach, is the din as the halacha gufahati chashivus from the gather from avodah? The din is is that bringing it is considered is categorized as the avodah to the point that if a person if the kohen who's bringing it has the machshava has a negative thought that would passel uh, a shechita it also passels by halacha also by by bringing it because even though it's only being done for the avodah there's no avodah of halacha avodah is rika. Nevertheless, it has the same category of avodah. So not only are we, are we, are we, are we, are we saying that you can make a bracha on it, but you don't make a bracha on elacha because it's not a, it's not an issue there. But it's actually con- considered like the avodah to the point the machshava peselasba that a machshava kapasalit ubechlolos yeser. In a more general term, looking at the avodahs in the base hamikdash, is dadrinu for avodah me'ena achshara avodah she'ena tama. There's a concept. Of an Aveda that is incomplete. See how dinimum gdonim for an Aveda. As it's Abernitkin Aveda she gemeris umitamemis as a dover. It's Aveda that there's something comes after it. For example, if you have the Shechita, after the Shechita, there has to be bringing the, uh, the the blood to the Mizbeach, there has to be bringing the 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 the, uh, the parts of the carbon onto the Mizbeach. So a shechita is not a, a uh, is not considered an aveda tama, but it still is mainly a zonit chayiv misa when it to the aveda, and therefore a zar would not be chayiv misa when he does that aveda, but it's still considered an aveda. So even though it's an aveda sheino tama, but nevertheless it's an aveda. So we see in a general way we see this whole concept of an aveda sheino tama that it's still considered an aveda, and beprotius we see this in halachas adam and mizbeach where you see that machshava peisalisba. So he so he had over here so far uh, three levels. Number one, that it's mechal Shabbos for it. Number two, you can make a bracha on it. Number three, machshava peselizba, and it's called an avoda. So now let's go back to the concept of zdenis naslek zachis, the concept of tshuva, and let's say like this: mibal dasimach neifu from tshuva meyava kener tukum and kenal betanya. Norch dozaina friyedik is a dayne. Since the only way to reach tshuva meyava, the ultimate tshuva meyava, is through the previous avedus. Undurch zay is there noch eich zayin kiu amitzvah zayin zachis and anarchan eifin, and because of them, through them. When he does mitzvahs afterwards, they reach, they are on a higher level. Where in these days, Aleinis alone, Kriging them together from Zochies, we do them with the Sisma Machshiri Mitzvah. So, therefore, the Zedainis are also elevated and are categorized as merits because similar to the concept of the tools of a mitzvah, the preparation of a mitzvah. In other words, the mitzvah is, is, is being prepared, is being done better because of the Zedainis, and therefore, they're Machshiri Mitzvah. So this could be, this is a suggested explanation as to how could it be Zedainis, not so like Zachis. Zodin is an Aveda. The answer is like Machshiri Mitzvah. That just like Machshiri Mitzvah is not a Mitzvah itself, but it's considered part of the Mitzvah in these various different levels that we explained in the previous, in, in this Seif. Um, similarly, when it comes to Tshuva Meyava, since it's being triggered by the Zedainis, they become Machshiri Mitzvah. So this is one explanation that we are suggesting as to how Zedainis Nasdalek is Achis. But we are going to refute that suggestion and we're going to say 
that at the end of the day, the machshire mitzvah are not transformed. They're just tools or preparation to the mitzvah. Here, we're still going back to the zedayna is na'asuloi, and the wording sounds like the, the, the Aveda itself becomes transformed. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to refute this previous suggestion. Excuse me. In this suggestion, the Machshire Mitzvah are not becoming transformed, they're not becoming Mitzvah. I feel what that's the Belazar. Even according to the Belazar who says that you are Mechal Shabbos for it, it still remains a Machshir, a tool for the Mitzvah. As if I see a sukkah of a little of Machman de Brach Asher Vitzivan of Uchulu, bleibt es als nor a Mitzvah von Asiya Sukkah, unit the Mitzvah von Basukis Teshvo. Al derach Zayelach as Adam is Beach, as it can have a Tamil. Even if according to the Shaman, they're making a bracha, you're still not sitting in the sukkah. You still have not fulfilled the mitzvah of eating in the sukkah. And the same thing with bringing the blood. You didn't do the Aveda. As part of the Aveda, it's called Aveda. It's considered Aveda. But it's not the complete Aveda. So the machshire mitzvah are not nasu like Ezochies. They're not becoming the mitzvah. They're still only bringing you to the mitzvah. And here is the second point. So point number one is that machshiri mitzvah are not becoming a mitzvah. So how does the zedonis become zachiyis? Point number two, this is the more important point. In all of these suggestions, the preparation for the mitzvah is actually connected to the mitzvah. It's part of the mitzvah. It's connected to the mitzvah. He's building a sukkah. He's putting together his lulav. And his meilichtim damam is beich. He's bringing the blood to the mizbeach, which this blood is then going to be sprinkled on the mizbeach. Mashenki ben indidan hotter giton hotter mitzad echad giton apula hafochis for the minyan azochis. On the one hand, he did the exact opposite of a merit. The other, the zedonis is an aveder. It's not connected. I mean, it, it might lead to tshuva, but what the act that he did cannot, in any way, shape, or form, be connected that it was leading up to the mitzvah. That it's part of the mitzvah, that it's part, it's like the mitzvah. And on the other hand, we're saying that this very act that is the ex- opposite of a mitzvah could become a, a, a merit. The question could be becomes even stronger. If you look at a case where the machshirin, the tools, the preparation is voluntary. Non-mandatory. For example, if you're plowing or sowing, and the whole system of gathering your grain, gathering your oil, gathering your your wine, is Even though you need this, you need to plant in the field, you need to gather the things from the field in order to fulfill certain mitzvahs, such as trumas and nicities. Still, you don't find anywhere that, that, that working in the field is considered a mitzvah because it's going to lead to Trumas and uh, Or that gathering the, the, the grapes is uh, considered a, a machshire mitzvah because uh, you're going to make kiddush on the wine. The reason is because according to the Rashbi, for example, it's an unwanted Everyone's going to be involved in sowing and planting. What's going to happen to the tater? 
from this we can derive according to the Rabbanon who don't hold like Rashbi that it's in beauty at least we can we can understand that it's not the best thing in the world. You have to done it has to be done. It's okay to do it, but not something that becomes part of the mitzvah. So we so if that lead to a mitzvah are not considered part of the mitzvah, not even machshire mitzvah, then if something is not rishus, prohibited, and a person engages in a prohibited act, how does that become a schus? So the machshire mitzvah was a was a Suggestion uh, that, that we wanted to do and say the Zedonis are leading to the Zachias and therefore we're giving them the we're categorizing them like Zachias. The question we have in above is number one, number one, that the Machshire mitzvah are not being transformed. Number two, the Machshire mitzvah are at least connected to the mitzvah here by the Zedonis of the opposite of the mitzvah. And then we said even more so, there's many things that people do that help them to do a mitzvah and yet we don't give it any, any specific importance. So if we're doing something that's the opposite of a mitzvah, how much importance can we give it that it should become zechuyos? Is there beer in them bekitzer? So in Siv Zayin is going to give the answer to this question, and and it's very concisely. Every mitzvah has has this has a common theme. That we're doing the will of Hashem. Amar even as the said. And his will is being fulfilled. And the contrary to that would be when a person commits an Aveira, that he's going, he's transgressing the will of Hashem. And then, then there are the details. So there's an overarching idea that we're doing the will of Hashem. And then each mitzvah has its own way of fulfilling that will. By all of these details. Although the preparation is using an object that's connected to the object of the mitzvah, they do not become a part of the mitzvah itself. Too great in the mitzvah. Preparing the knife does not act, is not actually cutting the arla. Building the sukkah does not mean that you're sitting in the sukkah. Bringing the blood is not, is not, does not mean that you're sprinkling the blood. So even though they're all connected to one to the other, you need one for the other, but it's a separate thing that you're doing. Once you bring the blood to the zbeach, then you Once you build the sukkah, then you can do basukkah teishu. You can build the sukkah three days before sukkah. You can't do basukkah teishu until the day of sukkah, until, until sukkah starts. That is a different mitzvah. So by all, all of these things, by, by the pratim, all of the pratim are not part of the mitzvah itself. They're just leading to the mitzvah. Tshuva b'chlal. He's in Yonah B'lash Narambam. Umahi ha-tshuva. Hu sheyazev chayta chetay. V'yasidim v'machshavtay. V'yigmer b'libay shalei aseyo eid. Rambam explains what is tshuva. Person should, the sinner should leave should, should, uh, his sins, remove it from his mind, and make up in his heart that he's never going to do it again. The Rasha has to leave his ways. Tshuva is the same thing, is, this, is the, in, in the same place as the general idea of a mitzvah. There's a, there's a resolution in his, in, in his desire, in his will, and a decision in his heart that he's going to do the will of Hashem. 
And since the Chuvmayava is being brought about by the Zedenes, they're far varying these Zedenes Gufakizachiyas. What the difference by Chuva than all of the other mitzvahs that we spoke about Chashiri Mitzvah is that, is that by Chuva you need the Aveda in order to do the mitzvah. The whole mitzvah of Chuva is to walk away from the Aveda. So on the one hand, tshuva is the same idea as all of the mitzvahs. Just like the idea of a mitzvah is to connect to Hashem, so to tshuva is about connecting to Hashem. But you can't do tshuva without this dainus. So there's a dainus become part of the mitzvah. But that only works if you have the complete and ultimate ava and the complete and ultimate intention. Because then... Because of the love to Hashem and because of the intent of the person, his ava, his dain has become part of the tshuva. Oh, But if you don't have the ultimate, ultimate ava and the ultimate kavana, even though the tshuva is mayava, but it's not the ultimate, then the dain can be kizachis because then the, you, you, the, 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 you're lacking the tshuva. This dain didn't trigger the tshuva. And therefore, the dinus can be can be kizachis. The ultimate ava, the ultimate kavana, is when the person has such a strong simoin. When does that? How does that simoin happen? It happens because of the this dinus. So the dinus become part of the tshuva, and therefore they are kizachis. They are more than machshire mitzvah. They are more than hachanola mitzvah. They are a chelik of the mitzvah. And it's very interesting if you go back a few pages. And we quoted the Alter Rebbe from Tanya. And it seems all along that Rebbe kept on refuting this, saying if it only brings La'ava Rabba, then how is Dennis Nasalek Kazachis? But now, the way we, we just explained it here, we understand what the Alter Rebbe means. That the Zedonis become part of the mitzvah. You can't do the mitzvah without them. And therefore, since they become part of the mitzvah, they become zachis, or kizachis. In Siv Ches, <clears throat> he's going to give dugmois, examples, where you see in halacha, uh, or in teira, the idea, uh, well, there's two different levels. Number one, where machshire mitzvah, the tools of a mitzvah, become part of the mitzvah, or become considered a mitzvah. And the second thing, where a similar to Zdenis Nasalek Izachis, where something that seems to be the opposite of a mitzvah, or the opposite of what Hashem wants, uh, is transformed and actually accomplishes what Hashem wants. So he's going to bring both types of examples. This if is written very concisely. It's obviously a Haggah uh, of the Rebbe Bixav Yad Kachay. And uh, in, that, in that style, it's written very shortly, very concisely, and uh, contains a lot of depth. Examples that we could bring to this above idea that because it's part of the mitzvah, even though it's opposite of the mitzvah, but it can actually become part of the mitzvah, as well as examples of machshire mitzvah, we'll see as follows. Machshire mitzvah in themselves in from their mitzvah when they've a mitzvah, tools of a mitzvah or preparation for a mitzvah, which actually becomes part of the mitzvah, is in the following. Number one, sug de chinuch, in the category of education or dedication. Karbonis va'avedis imea miloim hachinuch. 
the seven days of Milurim that preceded Rosh Chedesh Nisan, in which they, uh, they did the Aveda in the Beis Amigdash, in the, in the Mishkan, as a preparation. It was almost like a practice. And yet, it was a mitzvah. It was a commandment from the Eivish there, and it became a mitzvah. Minchas chinuch von kayanim. When a kayan began his avoida, the first time a kayan did an avoida, he would bring a minchas chavitin, which normally was the, was the carbon that the kayan gadol brought every day. But if the kayan was starting his avoida, so he brought a, brought a minchas, even though it really was just a, a, a part of the dedication or the, the indoctrination process of the kayan. Nevertheless, it's a mitzvah in and of itself. Dem, another example, the father has a mitzvah to educate the child. So even though it's only educating the child, the child himself does not have a mitzvah. But the father educating the child is, is doing a mitzvah. Then you have another example, is Kiyim HaMitzvah Begolos. Later, Sifri, Alaposik, Vavalitam, Gamer. The Santum is Dvare Gamer. The Sifri gives over there a marshal. Uh, and, and he sent his... Uh, he sent, the king sent away his son into a faraway place and he told him that you have to keep on doing what, uh, what the, the, the things in the way that we do it in the palace so that way when you come back, you should know how to do the palace things. Similarly, even though I am exiling you, the Ebesha says, that you stand out in doing mitzvahs so that when you come back, uh, it shouldn't be something new. You should know what you're, what you're doing. So even though in Dvan HaGolos, according to the Sifri, we're only doing mitzvahs because we're getting ready for when Mashiach comes, when we go back, when we go out of Golos, nevertheless, in, it's still considered a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah and we get mitzvahs and we do mitzvahs and it's considered a mitzvah even though it's really only a preparation for another time. And there are more examples. Within mitzvahs itself, to find an example of something something that is negative, that becomes a positive. The soyer, the goat that was sent away on Yom Kippur, and was uh, uh, thrown over the Azazel mountain, or the para aduma, or the egla rufa, the para aduma, these three things were all done outside of the base of but, and, and generally, Aved the Bachutz is not allowed. And the Kapara could be only if it's done in the Besamikdash. But in these three examples, when you go outside of the Besamikdash, it becomes something that forgives, that atones. As we see that the Apara Aduma is called a Chatos because it forgives, doesn't just purify. It's the same, these Karbanas outside the Besamikdash are doing the same thing as other Karbanas inside the Besamikdash. And does even more. Not, not all Kabbalists could do the same thing as the Sarah Mishtaleach, which was forgiving for all of Klal Yisrael, or the Parah Aduma, which was being Metair on Tumas Mace, etc. So we see this idea of go, go, doing something that's not allowed, that actually accomplishes more than doing the things that you are allowed. Me'ain says similar to that. Par de Leo Bara Carmel, Veirasha. When a Leo brought a carbon on Ara Carmel, so it's true, it was a Hirasha, it was a one time thing, but a Leo brought a carbon outside the Besamikdash for the purpose of being, bringing the Yidin closer to the Abishter. And, and there's more examples. You say to me, one in a way that's even stronger than th- these examples that we brought till here. tell us, that from, from the the uh, the wood itself, you make 
uh, from the tree itself, you make an axe. In other words, the axe, the handle of the axe to chop the tree down is made from wood, is made from the tree itself. So you're taking the tree and you're using it to chop it down. The Alter Rebbe brings this in Tanya with regards to, to sadness, that a person should, even though sadness, Bechal, the Alter Rebbe says, is not a good thing, but if a person does have it, the person should utilize it for Kedusha, to, 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 to bring him to Tshuva, to encourage him to do the right thing. You're taking something negative and you're using it for the positive. And then there's one more, which is really two more. Haklal Godel Bateira, Pikuach Nefesh, Afilu, Al that a person is supposed to give up on a mitzvah, supposed to do any Aveda in the Teira, besides the three, which we'll talk about in a second, but besides for the, those three, a person could do any Aveda in the Teira if it means, to, if it's to save a life. So there's a mitzvah of Pikuach Nefesh, and in order to get that mitzvah done, you could do every Aveda in the world. Chutz, Hafacha, the exception would be. The opposite of that. There's three where we have the opposite thing which teaches the same message. That a person, even though a person is not allowed to kill themselves, and if he does, but when it comes to the to three mitzvahs, that a person is supposed to allow himself to die to not transgress those mitzvahs. So here too we see that we're breaking the Torah, so to speak. We're breaking, uh, we're, we're, the person, we're allowing the person to die in order to not transgress those three Avedas. Or by all the other Tayyag Mitzvah a person is allowed to transgress any Mitzvah in the Teira in order to, to for, for Pikuach Nefesh. So we see when we go against the Teira to do what the Teira really wants from us. This can be elaborated upon, but the idea here is now becoming clearer and clearer that there is an idea where we do, we sometimes we do certain things that are, go against what the Abishter wants in order to ultimately do what the Abishter wants. Similarly, even though a person can't do Zedainus in order to get the Zachyes, Echtavashu doesn't work, but if a person did a Zodin, did an Aveda, and that Aveda is what brings him to Tshuva, then it becomes part of the mitzvah of Tshuva, and therefore it becomes considered Kizachyes. Now we're going to go back to the Gemara and the Masechah Gemara. Now we have a whole new understanding in how this works. We have an understanding in the idea that sometimes an Aveda, something, something, if a person does something that he shouldn't do, a person makes a mistake, is actually a lead up to a, to a, a very, very special place, to accomplishing great things, to Tshuva Mayava with Shleim Masechah So now we can understand, we can go back to the, to, to the Sima Masechah Yoma, we can understand what the Gemara is saying. This is what the Gemara says, the person emits semen inadvertently on Yom Kippur, then he should be concerned, he should worry the entire year, but if the year passed, then he's guaranteed to be a Ben-Elam The first thing you have to do is explain the words, Usually says it's a bad sign. Person did kach v'kach, or this and this happened to someone. It's a bad sign. He doesn't say it's a bad sign. He says yida kol hashana. You should be concerned the entire year. What's the explanation of the word yidak? The teichen enyu for yida kol hashana is when, it, when it, what the Mishnah means. It's not that person should be worried and pace back and forth and can be, and be worried. Oh, I'm not going to live. It means something else. Simin rala means it's a bad sign and wait around and see what happens. Yida kol hashana means avid esachuva. It means a person should be do tshuva. But his fear is not from the fact that he's not going to live out his, his year. 
The fear is coming from our carry. Rashi zokt. Shema lekibul tani. Say maybe above in Shemayim they did not accept his fasting. And they satiated him with whatever they were able to. Similar to a, key, a, a, a servant who is pouring a cup for his for his master, and they just throw the water back at him, telling him, you know, we don't want this. We don't want you. We, we, we don't want what you're offering. We don't want the avoid that you're doing. So the person sees that Ra'okeri, he said, they're telling him, we, we're not happy with your Aveda. We're not satisfied with your Aveda. When a person is concerned about this and realizes this, it pushes the person, it motivates the person to raise the level of his Aveda. Rise up higher than where you were doing till now to a higher level of Aveda. To say this, but in a, in a different style, to rephrase, so to speak. Since what happened to him happened inadvertently, it wasn't his doing. We refrain from five different types of physical enjoyments, including the fact that we do not think about the Aveda so that we shouldn't uh, come to being Raya Kari. So a person obviously was not doing this on purpose. He's thus a bavais. So therefore this, this shows him. This didn't come from his Yitzhara. It came, it was part of the Abishter's plan. Nothing bad comes from the Abishter. If the Abishter allowed it, that a person should experience this Obviously, it wasn't the person's doing. It was the Abishter's doing. Why would the Abishter do it? He was doing it in order to motivate the person, to encourage the person to, high, to rise up to a higher level of Aveda. So an Aveda is a true of us mitzadim. We can say that Aveda from a tzaddik. Both the truth that can sukkum and al-derech and al-batanya to an Aveda that he couldn't have reached on his own. Had he been a regular person and just trying to do the Aveda Satshuva of Yom Kippur, he wouldn't have gotten to this level. And all of a sudden he was Rav Keri and it broke him. Now how could this happen to me? And he realizes the only reason that it happened to me is because it has to push me. It has to, raise, it has to rise, push me higher, motivate me to do a higher Aveda. That's Taj Yida Kalashana. That a whole year he should, he should elevate his Aveda knowing either in the first paragraph the way he says it, is that a, he should realize that I mean, Shemayim, they weren't satisfied with his Aveda. In the second paragraph, he wasn't so much Shemayim wasn't satisfied, Shemayim was actually motivating him to push, it, to, to push him to a higher level of Aveda. And therefore, he should, he should work the whole year to try to improve his Aveda. And when he's able to reach this, he does this, he's able, he's able to reach the ultimate Shuvah. This, this gives him a benefit, not only as the Veda Ruchnes that he's doing Chuva, Mi'ava, and Shleimus Ha'ava, Shleimus HaKavana, Nerech Begashmius. It also has a physical advantage. Mafish Chaye. It lives a longer life. More than it was designated for him, Mitzad is Neshama, as it's supposed to be, and as it would be if he would do his Aveda in the regular state. 
So this 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 gives a whole new understanding in this in this gemara. Get busy, do tshuva, become a better person because this is what David wants from you. The only reason this happened to you is because it was a, a sign and a motivation from Hashem that you're capable of doing much more than you're doing. So so do more. Now we can understand why the whole Mesechta and the Perekim HaKippurim is being concluded with this Maimer, with this statement, with this passage of someone who emits semen on Yom Kippur. And the connection to the Mishnah of Rabbi Kiva Ashrechem Yisrael of Neimiyat Metarim Metareschem and the sugi that comes afterwards. What's the connection in the Mishnah that Rabbi Kiva Veganitzen Yonet Tarachem Tzvi Baruchu? In the Mishnah, Rabbi Kiva is discussing the two types of Tarach through Hashem: Hazon Tzvi, either sprinkling or immersing. Hazav, Hazav, Boi Kavon Tzvi Le Boi Kavon. Like we said at the beginning of the Sicha, that by Hazav you do not need, you do need Kavon, and by Tzvi you do not need Kavon. No, the Gemara Mamshech and the Minyanon is Mevayer. The Mechilik says in the Tzvi Fanei Chuvah about dimensions, and then the Gemara goes on to continue that in the person, not just from above, from the Eibushter, there's two types of Tara, but also in that person's Avodah himself, there's also two types of Avodah Chuvah Meyiron Chuvah Meyava. There's Chuvah from Yira and there's Chuvah from Ava. Chuvah Meyira is on Shleim with Sakavana. Mashaykin Chuvah Meyava. Chuvah Meyira is without. The proper kavana, the ultimate kavana, mashenkin chuvmeyava, chuvmeyava comes from kavana. Ubrot Yisrael said more specifically, the tzvi efanim chuvmeyava. Go for the Gemara is teaching us that there's two efanim chuvah itself. The reifim from chuvah was durchiris nekar meni mitchilase. The level of chuvah, which through that chuvah, the person's averes are uprooted and removed entirely. Who never taught tzaddik, he becomes a tzaddik. Most of them is masvik afilo ahirur chuvah b'rigachada. For this would suffice even a fleeting thought of chuvah in one instant. Without complete kavana, similar to tevila, which does not need kavana. That's level number one. If you see in this paragraph, he included a whole bunch of things that were mentioned in the sicha. Number one, that the lower level of tshuva is neked avene mitchilas and atzeres that's like his achis. Number two, he becomes a tzaddik, not about tshuva. Number three, a hearer is good enough because it's not shleimus hakavana. Number four, it's like tevila, not like hazot. Then you have the higher level of tshuva. Which we said before is Shleimus Ava and Shleimus Akavana to do Tshuva. But spelled that, that that could accomplish as Danis Nasalik Zachis, that it could actually transform this Danis. But thus, Kumdav could do Shleimus Akavana to do Gusinian Azoya, which Azoya is Kavana. So when a person has complete Kavana, the proper Kavana, which can only happen because of this Danis, and therefore this Danis become part of the process, then Zedanis Nasalik Zachis, Kanal Barucha, as was explained at length. So now there's a connection. This this Mishnah of Araya Keri Bima Kippurim, Yida Kala Shonakula, that is telling you that there's two types of Avedis, is actually connected to the Mishnah, which the Mishnah started out with there's two types of Avedis. In the Mishnah was Chuv Miyavet Chuv Miyira, but then there's Vinir Avagufa, there's two types of Avedis. And, and Araya Keri Bima Kippurim, Yida Kala Shonakula means he should lift himself up to the highest level of Aveda. And therefore, we also end the Sugi with two ideas. Aleph, Muftach, Leishu, Bnei Lamaba. The says says, Kumt, Im nitzu kenayer inyan nor ma'isim tev mi esbi. Although he's guaranteed that that he's a benedim of Abba. This is not anything new that he's gaining. As Rashi says, he knows that he has ma'isim tevim. But duk mitzvinyan v'nakar v'nemitchilase. 
as similar to the idea that, he's, that, that he, he can remove his Avedis, but nothing new is happening. Although he had Kalashana, he did do Tshuva, but it wasn't the ultimate Kavana Bishleimusa. That's level number one. Not only is it not a lack or a punishment that he is given more and extra, long life, extra life. In other words, also, just like in the Aveda of the person, there's two levels of Aveda with two different uh, results. One is and one is Denis like Gizachis. One is uh, not the shleimus hakavana. One is shleimus hakavana. Also, in the reward that the person gets in the lower level of tshuva mayava, he is a ben elam He's a tzaddik gomor. Ma'asim tovim as biyadei. But if he's the higher level of tshuva, then also in gashmis he gets a higher level. Mafish chayi sadiu mazgi has extra life uh, and children and children's children. That also in gashmis he has an extra gain. Under chiddush and demsiyum after free yudik sugya benegad itzvei madregis and tshuva mayava. And what's the Chiddush in this Muftah Chayish Shubhanei Laban? This Rav Kerebi Kippurim. Over what was being discussed earlier about Shuvah Mayav, the two different levels, is the two things. Aleph, as kumta reis mer befeiru shuvah biyur via zaytas vaytuf kiton. It's explained better how it happens. Side the Indian for Nakam Avedim Mitchilase. When side does was Dinas Asla Gazach, he is both in the lower level that, he, that, that there's no, that, that his Avedis are uprooted entirely, and in this higher level that Dinas Asla Gazach is, by learning this piece of Harak, Araya Karibim Mikipurim, it helps us understand how it happens. Aleph. Number one, because we see that when a person does an Aveda, it is part of the Abishter's plan. Number two, a person sees the Tuma and it spears him, spurs him to do an extra Tshuva. So one thing that we're learning from the second piece, Maria Kerbim Kipurim, is how it's Dennis Taslik Izachis. First of all, because it's coming from the Abish there. And second of all, because it's being the person to do proper tshuva. Bayes, another thing that we learned from Maria Keri over the Gemara beforehand on the mission of Rabakiva, the Isafas, the Avedis Hatshuva, Kumteres Echen Gashmi. That there is a gain also in Gashmius, in a physical reward for the Aved of Tshuva. Yarich Yamim, he lives a long life. Bis Echen Shleimus Aschar, and until the person gets the ultimate schar, which is Banim of Nevanim, Eskim Batayr of Mitzvahs, children's. Children and children's children that are engaged in Tayro mitzvahs, which are the ultimate schar which the person gets for Tshuva Mayava when he does the Shleimus Akavana and the Shleimus Ahava, which brings to the ultimate Tshuva of Dinas Nasleikazachis, it's Mafish Chayi Sagi Umazgi, which is Banim Ubnebanim Eskim Batayro Mitzvah.